Welcome back. Welcome back. Good evening, everybody. It is the eve before the return of Jeff Brom to LNN Cardinal Stadium. We are all hyped. It is time. It is time, boys. I am your host, Kyle, and I'm joined by Connor. I'm joined by Ross, and I'm joined by Patrick. How are you boys doing tonight? Fantastic. Fantastic. It's been a good week, man. You you know, you, you get a short four-day week, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about football for it just feels like a day. I mean, it's a couple of days, but here we are. We're, like, already on the on the, on the the eve, the precipice of, you know, uh, Daddy Brahms' uh, first home game coaching, baby. It's, it's going to be big time. It's going to be big. I love it, man. I love it. It's uh, definitely – it definitely feels like it was just a couple of nights ago, and it almost was, where we were sitting in here. I was on an hour of sleep, and we were doing a post-game recap from a wild game, and now here we are getting ready for the return of Jeff Brom to Cardinal Stadium, finally. It's been something that um, – is Kyle broadcasting on a Mac 98 microphone? Why, does it not sound right? No, Ross's <laughs> phone was echoing, I'm pretty sure. Oh, good grief. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it made it, made it sound kind of rough. But sorry, guys. That's a, I was wondering what, if that was an echo or if it was just me you know, imagining it. But uh, no, my same old mic I've always had. Um, Couch House, you didn't get a Discord invite because you never messaged a Twitter. And I'm starting to think you're already in our Discord and you're trolling. Yeah. I'm starting to think that. I don't know who you are in there. But uh, anyway, guys, good to see everybody. We'll let the chat file in. But tomorrow's a big day. And I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear a lot of excuses that we normally hear why we can't fill the stadium. I mean, I know some people have work obligations, some people have emergencies come up, some people have family things, but for the most part. You know, the weather, it's going to be perfect. Can't use that one. It's going to be a beautiful night. Uh, we're going to prepare everything. or it's, it's, it's been prepared for. We've known about this day for a long time. So we were able to prepare in advance. And I'm hoping we get my goal, and I know it's a lofty goal, but 60,000. I'm hoping we get 60,000 in the stadium tomorrow. That's my hope. That's my hope. We got definitely definitely going to be. Out. Definitely going to be 50,000 plus, I think. Yeah, and, I mean, come on. We are 1-0 and for the first time in a while. I think that's it's six years. So Yeah, we usually lose our opening game, or at least that's been the case lately. And we had a valiant comeback. Uh, the energy stays alive. And, hey, we need, to sh- we need to show up big tomorrow. There's a lot of big things planned. I know Josh Hurd's got some surprise announcements. And uh, I think the car mark, I think the car march is going to be locked and loaded. I'm not going to make it in time for the car march, but I'm going to be there in my seat, ready to go before kickoff. We need everybody in their seats before kickoff. I know how hard that can be. And if you absolutely cannot make it in your seat before kickoff because of work or whatever, then fine. Just get there when you can. But otherwise, give yourself an extra hour and a half. I think that's the key. A lot of people don't. They're like, oh, well, I can get in the stadium if I get there 30 minutes early. No, you cannot. You will sit in line forever on Crittenden Drive or wherever you're at, and you're going to sit in line waiting in traffic, and then you got to walk all the way to the stadium, and then you got to get checked in, find your seats. 
Give yourself an extra hour and a half. We need to be in those seats at kickoff. That's I uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, if you don't get in there, Charlie's gonna be pissed. Charlie wants you in your seats. <laughs> Charlie, that's, a, that's an old running joke, man. Don't you remember Char- Charlie, Charlie the uh, Charlie Strong? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he thought we were like UK or <laughs> yeah, Charlie gonna be, be like UK. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if it needs to be. 90 is my phone still echoing yes oh i don't hear it now yeah i don't know um i don't i don't know if you need 90 but you definitely need to set up some extra time to get in there for sure because these lines are going to be uh, longer than we're used to seeing in the past few years um this is going to be very much like like the strong era i believe when we had people excited to be in there i mean it's it's going to be an entire, it's going to be an entire vibe tomorrow you need night. 90. I mean, now listen, Ross likes to, like to file in at the last minute and, and then even on yeah. the disc or, or even on this uh, podcast, he likes to stress me out and, and get in here at the last second. Now he doesn't do it on purpose, but when Ross tells you, I don't think you need 90, just know that Ross's ass is going to hit the seat right when the ball's kicked off the tee. Nope. Not, that's not true. I'm getting there early tomorrow. Uh, plus, I mean, let's let's shout out, right? They're gonna have all kinds. They got like two dollar drink specials uh, starting at uh, I think two hours before the game, so at five o'clock. Like, get in there, man! Like, it's gonna that's the cheapest beer you'll ever buy in the stadium. Let's be honest, Ross. You're gonna be mowing the grass around Cardinal Stadium. You're gonna file in, you know, five <laughs> minutes before the game. You're gonna disappear from your seat to. I don't know what you'll find somebody okay. you know, somewhere. Yeah. I yeah, swear, then, I, then you'll be back. I swear to you all, if they gave me a snapper ride mower like Forrest Gump, I would just cut that grass for free. I tell you what, man, I would, I would cut that grass, man. I, I you, you would, I would be in such heaven. So there you go, you develop. You need some new field maintenance. Ross is available. <laughs> yeah. And since right. I made so much money off that fruit company, I cut that grass for free. Take yourself a half day tomorrow. Get down to the stadium. That's what I'm doing. Got a yeah. three-hour drive. Three-hour drive back after the game. I, 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 I skipped lunch today, and I'm skipping lunch tomorrow so I can leave work two hours early. So I'm leaving right at three. Yeah. And then uh, I, I, I don't work too far from the stadium. I work, I work relatively close, so I should be there less than 15 minutes. So – uh, pretty excited. Going to get to see all my collision course crew uh, people. Shout out to them. Uh, the Catalina Wine Mixer people. Uh, they're at the, uh, behind the uh, old El Nepal, uh, or the old Cardinal Hall of Fame Cafe, the El Nepal lot back there. It's going to be it's gonna be on, man. I'm so, I'm so ready. I'm so pumped. Uh, it's such a, it feels like Christmas. All right. So what are some things now? Obviously, we had the game against Georgia Tech. We I don't think we played nearly as well as we could have. It was very stressful, but we were valiant, resilient. We came back. We did what we had to do, which was a sign of a of a more hardened team, a tougher team mentally than what we had before. So props to Jeff Brom and the staff for that. But uh, let's talk about some things we want to see against Murray State. Like, for example, for me, I want to see – it's Murray State. You know, it's an FCS team. We should not have a problem with this team as far as 
you know, being able to get a big lead. But something I do definitely want to see out of us, I want to see Jack Plummer throwing longer passes. I want to see him throwing 30-plus yard passes. This is the team to do it against. Something I did notice against Georgia Tech, and it did kind of bother me, was I feel like he – I don't know if it was a lack of arm strength because he used to be able to throw that ball when I remember watching him at Purdue. But for whatever reason, on the few long passes he had, they were short. You know, I think he had one out to Kevin Coleman, correct me if I'm wrong, but he actually caught it, but he was so wide open he should have had a touchdown, and he had to come he back under, two or three yards to catch it. He, he underthrew under it. That. We did yeah. end up getting a completion out of that, but against a really good team, you don't have that kind of window for one. That's a pick. And for two, you know, it's it, it was good that we gained 30 yards or whatever it was, but we could have gained a lot more. So I do want to see us air the ball out some Tess Murray's, you know, Murray State's team. You know, you can get away with some of those risks and, and, and build off of those kind of risks and not have to worry so much about the consequences of if they might get a turnover or so. So I would like to see – us air it out a little bit more because it keeps defenses more honest. Get Jack Plummer a bit more comfortable throwing a few bombs. When I say bombs, it doesn't have to be like a, you know, some sort of 80 or I mean, not even 80, like a, some sort of 50 yard bomb. But I want to see some 30 plus yard passes. I want to see him down the field. Another thing I would like to see is the running backs use a little bit more than they were last game. I feel like we didn't run it as, as much as we could have. And I know that Jeff Brom's known to pass the ball, but we have a three-headed monster at running back, and we need to take advantage of that. And the better you run, the more uh, the more defense has to come up to the line of scrimmage, and then the more opportunities you get one-on-one on the outside. So the combination of bigger plays downfield in the passing game with more runs overall is something I want to see. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, you know, obviously th- this game is going to be a blowout. Um, or it should be. So, you know, it's got to be a confidence builder. You got to get Plummer going, um, get his confidence going for, you know, is Indiana going to be a big game? I don't know, but get his confidence going for the next few games. I want to see, and and this is, I'm going to preface this by saying that, you know, our defensive line got held a tremendous amount last game. Yeah. Um, but that's correct. I want to see. I want to see some pressure on the quarterback this game. I mean, what did we have? Uh, uh, one sack and a couple tackles for loss last game. I want to see us, you know, make the other team play from behind the line of scrimmage. Had some second and longs, third and longs. Um, and uh, like you, I want to see. I want to see the running backs more involved. Um, you know. Five, six, seven carries for your best running back. I, you know, that's. I don't want to say it's unacceptable, but we we need to see our three-headed monster, as you said, in the game more, running the ball more, um, and, and involved more. I think. So. We, I think we need to hit more slant routes too. All of, like in the first half on Friday. All the slant routes are either behind them or in the ground. Like there was no in between. I think that got better in the second half, but yeah, more consistent for sure. So you come out in the first half and we're playing Murray. Like, like air the ball out, throw the throw eight slant routes in a, in a row because they don't have the athletes to keep up with the slant route anyway. But 
throw eight slant routes, have him hopefully complete six or seven, boost his confidence, throw the bomb, throw a 30, 40 yard bomb for a touchdown, have be up 14 nothing, you know, eight minutes into the game, and then it's over, it's downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, that, this is the perfect game. This is, you know, this. This game is what it is, right? I mean, it's it's a tune-up. It's a tune-up for uh, next week. This is the perfect time for you to work on the base uh, fundamentals of your schemes, both offensively and defensively. Not fundamentals as in, like, you know, technical uh, aspects of football uh, from a position standpoint, but from schematically from your you, what you want to do on both sides of the ball. This is the perfect game to, to do that and really work on that. Uh, I do think we want to run the ball a lot more, so we'll probably see that. Um, and like you said, this is a this is a good way to uh, work with Jack in some live game experience and um, get him some reps, you know, to get boost his confidence to help him, you know, let him get out there and make some throws, you know, so uh, in real game speed. So I'm pretty, I, you know, I, Tomorrow is what it is. We all know what it is. Um, but when you're watching the game tomorrow, just look at them. Watch, watch, watch both the, the guys on the field and the coaching staff, and look what they're trying to do and look what they're trying to accomplish. Because that's that's what you're going into a game like. Yeah, they're they're not going to take it. They're they're you're not going to hear the coaching staff or the players say they're going to take this lightly. They're not. But everybody knows what it is. You know, it's you can't turn that out. You can't turn it off. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see what they actually work on tomorrow. Um, yeah, really. I'm pretty excited. We'll only see, and this is just off the top of my head, we might see a third of the playbook tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, I don't, they don't need to get very much of it last. It, we didn't get very much of it last Friday. I think yeah, the big so. thing, and I, we've all kind of touched on it, I think the big thing we want to see is the things that we need to build upon, the weaknesses focus strongly on those in this game, or at least I think we should, because you have more of a margin for error. Obviously, if we're playing Notre Dame several weeks down the road on October 7th, and we decide, hey, we're going to, you know, just all of our weaknesses, we're going to throw them out there and try to work on them in this game, probably not going to work out too well. But against a team like Murray State, this gives you a chance. This gives you the chance right here to work on all the weaknesses, uh, and build upon those things. Marco says hit the like button for Brahms' first game in Cardinal Stadium. Yes. If you are joining us and you are not subscribed yet, please subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. It helps us push this up for people that may be interested and not know about our channel yet. We're young. We're upstart. But anyway, that being said, Shout out to Mark perfect, I think this is a perfect time to play a, a, a team like a Murray State because we did have some struggles in game one. We came out with the W, which was huge. It was an ACC W at that, so it was a really big win. But now we can build upon exactly what it is we saw in that game. So like I said, for me, that's definitely mainly in the long passing game, getting Jack Plummer used to airing it out, keeping defenses honest. This is the perfect game to do that in. Uh, get the yeah. running backs some carries, you know, also, you know, get some quarterbacks experience if you can. Get a big lead early. Get some get get at least one quarterback in there, back up, if not the third string. And I'm hoping we see some Bailey, baby. I'm hoping yeah. we see some Pierce Clarkson tonight. Yeah. I don't know if it's third string or not, due to how funky and wacky the dev chart's been. I'm hoping he is based on everything I heard in fall camp. But I'd like to see is. some of that. 
You don't think it is? I think it's I think Harrison it's Bailey. Harrison Bailey. Yeah. Well, may the best man be third. I, I guess I'm hoping it's Pierce, but I have heard more Harrison Bailey chatter lately. Well, if you, you know, want somebody to air the ball out, you want Harrison Bailey in there. He's got a cannon. That's for sure. He definitely has a cannon. Uh, well, I think, do y'all think he's second string or third string? Third. I, third. Is Doman really quick, second string? It's a quick. It's a quick yank from Doman though to get that. Yeah. It, it's close. It's close. I think Doman gets it because of experience, but yes, not talent. I don't know. Evan Conley was the uh, first quarterback off the bench. <laughs> I said it on the last. I said it on the uh, post game pod, but I, I think Evan Conley has some blackmail on Jeff Brom. It was like, if you don't put me in for one play a game, I'm leaking the pictures. And then he's like, all right, I'll put you in, but you're not going to be the one carrying the ball. So you're handing it off. <laughs> Evan Colling was like, okay, that's a deal. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doc says you know, I, he is third string, but he shouldn't be in his opinion. So I don't know if he thinks he should be second string or if he thinks he should be fourth string, but he does not think he should be third. The fact that we have a walk-on five-star quarterback is wonderful. Yeah, a, yeah, it's, it's something you know that doesn't happen every day. Yeah, he was a five star out of high school. Out of no, high I school, did not he was a five that. star. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know um, if he's severely well, overrated that's or that's what. That's something that I, I, I really tomorrow. I, I'll tell you what. To me, like I said, I, I'm I'm so amped up for the game tomorrow, but I'm I'm really excited for our fan base too. Like. We've wa- we've needed this, we've wanted it, and you know we've 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 got it, and it's it's here tomorrow, and it's a chance for us to really start. Because it's not just it's not just the product on the field, right? It's 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 everything. It's the whole environment. Like the environment hasn't been right in the football stadium since 2017, right? It has not been right. 2018, it went downhill the last year of Bobby 2.0 it you know there's been moments under Sat's tenure we had moments games where it felt good Notre but Dame. it was never good for an entire season it just wasn't it was never the same so this feels different this feels very different this feels very familiar though it feels very familiar what's about to happen tomorrow night and You're I'm excited have... for our fan base for that because it, it's almost to me it feels like a healing process like like you know, like you, like we're taking a big step forward again. That's what it feels like to me. And you're gonna have diehards there, like people that have been Louisville fans forever. Yes, that are yep. back in the building that weren't there for Satterfield. Yeah, and and I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of like culture and there's a lot of this town that's gonna be in that stadium tomorrow. If that makes sense, you know what I mean, like. Jeff Brom, the Brom family, that that's our family, man. Like that's that's the Louisville family. They're like Louisville royalty. We all know this. It's just gonna feel right tomorrow. And you know, all the way going to you know with Oscar and and uh, what's uh what's Oscar's wife name? What's what's Brom's? Sedona. You're the um, one that knows him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but you can tell how excited they are that their sons came home. And I know they're all excited to be home. Like, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be special. It's gonna be very special. There's still a few tickets left, so implore people. Like, there's there's cheap tickets. Like, just get in the building, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be something 
really There's special. Seven dollar seven dollar tickets right now. Yeah, like get there, man. I'm I'm not telling anybody how to fan. All right, I'm really not. But I would love to see everybody there. Like I just it's, it's important, man. It's not yeah, to even pressure people. How, and if you absolutely can't be back. there, you can't be there. But if, if somebody's just kind of on the fence, even like you can be there, you just got to make a little bit. You know, got to clear out your schedule a little bit. By all means, please do, man. I mean, this is important. We don't have another sport right now that's like a big sport that's very successful. This is it right now. Maybe basketball gets there eventually. It's not there right now. I'm not getting into that debate on the trajectory and all that. We're not touching that. Not on this episode. But as of right now, I know the fan base as a collective whole is not very motivated about it. So this is it. And this is, you know, we've got on silver platter. Like I said, the weather tomorrow is going to be fantastic. You can't ask for better weather than what we're getting tomorrow. You can't. It's going to be like mid-60s, no rain. I mean, that's that's it's not going to be windy. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be against an opponent that we should beat soundly, so it's not like you have to sit there and stress out about, oh, my goodness, are we going to beat Murray State? I mean, if we do have to stress out about that, well, we got 99 problems and attendance ain't one hit me. But uh, in assuming that it isn't going to be a problem, then, yeah, we need to show up, show out, have a good time, mingle. Uh, and, yeah. you know, there's not a chance everybody's going to stay the whole game. So I'm not even going to just, no just get that, that kick off. Yeah. And if you if can't I'm go, there, you got to take it. Give, it. give it to somebody that can go. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah, don't let those tickets go unused. Let them let them get used. If we're up forty in the fourth quarter, I think I have a three-hour drive back. I promise you, I'm not staying until the end of the game. <laughs> well, listen, I think I think this is the one thing that I don't know if you'll you'll ever get out of the Louisville fan base. But if we are kicking butt or getting our butts kicked, people are going home early, <laughs> especially on a Thursday night. Um, yeah, and you hope you would love to see in a 40-0 game in the fourth quarter the stadium still packed, but that's a hard. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. And that's not realistic. I just, just want to see it at the beginning. I want to see it at the beginning. Yeah, that's all yeah. I ask. I'm. What do you let, let me ask you? Let me bring up a topic. What do you think the song's gonna be when we run out tomorrow? I wondered the same, and I was gonna bring that up, Ross. I don't I, I, know. That's that's funny that me and you were thinking the same thing. We didn't even talk about that. Like we can't do that. We can't take Virginia Tech stuff. So. Well, we I did mean, before. I mean, listen, we kind of made it ours. Bobby always loved Enter Sandman. That's why we did it. That's why we had it the second go around. So I mean, wasn't no. wasn't my favorite, favorite artist? Wasn't his favorite artist favorite. Murphy LL Cool J? No, give me some We Ready Man by Archie Eversol. That's that's what I get hyped to. Yeah. Is that the good song to run out to, though? I don't it know. Maybe be. maybe that's the get pumped song when we're only up 7 nothing after five minutes. You know? So, it's kind Ty of says, California heard. Girls by Katy Perry. That would make the Clarksons happy. <laughs> let, let, me, let me see. So, does anybody remember the list? I, don't, I can't remember who put out the list, but they pulled all the – the ACC coaches and like who they were like favorites. What, what was Brahms? It was answer? it was LL Cool J, wasn't it? Was it? I I think so. I, I know McMurphy put it out. Hold on. So are we gonna are we gonna come out to Mom, uh, Mama say knock you out? 
That wouldn't be b- bad. I, I can I think mean, of words. Wouldn't, honestly, and you know, it, it just like you just hear the build up, the ah, uh, and then you hear, and it just drops, and you hear the fireworks explode and the cannons go off, and you go, boo! Don't call it a comeback. I've been here yes. for years, dude. That would be that would be sick. That would be sick. That'd be nice. Yeah, it was yeah. LL Cool J. That's what that's what Mick Murphy has. No, that would be sick. All right, I would like that. I would be so hyped. <laughs> I'd be like, we were talking about that on the pod last night. We were talking about it on the pod. <laughs> what what did oh, the, we come out to last year? Um, Probably some North Carolina country, you know. Uh, I, I mean, know. hopefully they switch it up, right? They're not going to. Yeah, I mean, I don't see them recycling a whole lot from the last, you know, four years, to be honest. Uh, it just is what it is. I think that just I think they'll try to give everything an, an entire new buzz and vibe around the stadium, uh, with some with some nostalgia things mixed in from old tenures. Okay, so, so I, I I'm curious. Does anybody have Twitter on their or X or whatever it's called on their computer? I can. What do you need? Because I, I I do not remember my Twitter login. This is a thing for me. And so when I get on my computer and I try to like add something, I guess Louisville football posted and you don't call it tweet anymore they posted something oh, a video it. it was like 53 seconds about the blackout tomorrow and i wanted to play it on here i, I can't get it. in my account so i try to get it from my phone and it just created a big echo and that's why i just turned it back off but uh i don't know if somebody can get it and then uh if you click at the bottom thing there it's a it's, it says present you can share your screen on that it's in the middle but i don't know oh, you already got it i want to i want to I want to play this. Let me get our banners looking right here. Tell me when. Uh, Not yet. No I banners. Get the banners off. Oh, hold on a second. I can scroll up here. Hey, it's not letting me scroll up. I'm pretty excited to see this because I haven't seen this yet. Hang on. Let me just get. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Here, take. I'm going to take that off of there for a second. I'm not, I'm having a hard time here. We'll just keep talking about. I don't know what the intro song is going to be. I have no idea, but I wanted to tie in somehow to Jeff Brom returning home. I don't know if you can do that. Like, I don't want to be like I'm coming home that song or anything. I want it to be like a pumped up song, you know, not some emotional garbage. But you know, I don't know. So we'll see. Oh, here we go. I was on the wrong. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Here we go. go. All right. Now, I want to hear. Is there any way you can, uh, Connor, can you enlarge that screen any chance? Yeah, I was just waiting on you to. I know, I know, I know. Get your shit figured out. Hey, that'll never happen. All right. All right, here we go. Bootleg by Redmond. Now he's looking long out there. It's complete. Donald Jackson. And he's going to get the first Cardinal touchdown in Cardinal Stadium. Seats look good. Not pinch. Oh, man. Oh, man. Your stadium is Look at that. All the memories. 
Look at that variegated grass. Man, it's beautiful. God, it's so pretty. Oh. oh that's awesome, got, man. Got goosebumps, man. I got goosebumps. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I loved hearing all the, the all the you know all the callback to all the plays that have taken place in the stadium. You know, just bring back a lot of memory. I remember watching that kickoff return. I was on the bus back from a JV football game. Man, yeah, I was I was there at the stadium. Yeah, the, the Florida State games the one I, I wish I would have been at the 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 Lamar Florida State. Oh, that game. was so much fun! That was the best. Yeah, I wish I could have made it to that one. I just moved back to the area and I had a lot going on, but man, I watched it. And I, was, I was so jealous, everybody. Not in a bad way. Like I'm so happy everybody got to experience that in person. But man, I wanted to see. I was electrifying. Yeah. I think that was probably the most electric the stadium's ever been. I mean, I'm, so I'm surprised. West Virginia blackout probably compares, but. That was, you know, game day was there. Everybody was pumped. Yeah, it was, it was. blowout. You know, oh. I mean, it, so I missed. So crazy. I missed Jair's punt return at the start of the second half. You know, there was a oh, million man. people there, so the lines were long as hell at halftime. And I'm walking back, and all I hear is, "Oh my God, Jair's gonna go!" Some random dude hugs me and spills his beer on me. Says, "Go cards," and we just walk away. <laughs> Uh, that was that you know before, it's a good game. Was that before or after our last expansion? That was uh, before. That was before. Before I the last. Say, I think we, I, always we had the right pick. I always see the records at Notre Dame game, Satterfield's first Notre Dame, and I just it just always surprises me. But then I started thinking, well, maybe because I think of that game. But then I think, well, then I thought, well, maybe it was not expanded yet to sixty-five thousand or whatever it holds now. I was wondering because I know it went from 42 to like 55 or 56, and then it went up again. And I'm thinking that it was when it was 56. Because there's no freaking way that that game didn't sell out with college game day there. I don't oh, care I, if it's like, game day. my seats were at the, in the flight deck, and I just stood on the party, like on the party deck the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, speaking of that, I just I just hope that we were able to get my goal, my ultimate goal, get 55,000 in there. I'm hoping maybe we can get the 60, but I know that's wishful thinking probably. But uh, you never know. I was looking at the uh, amount of tickets available, and it's dwindling a lot. So Yeah. You know, you know, half of us on this pod are busy on October 7th, but that one will have 60,000. Yeah, it I know. That'll, that'll be yeah. the highest attended UFL game ever. I'm still 100%. debating on getting out of mine because I mean I, I think I, I mean I'm not in the wedding so I'm not like Ross, Ross doesn't really have a there. choice. <laughs> yeah, Ross doesn't have a choice. You're, you're screwed, it. man. I'm for sure it'll be there. Your friendship's I, I, on the line. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell um, them that you're gonna have the wedding at the game and then go from there. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she'd go for that. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about everybody else that would. <laughs> well, what time's the wedding? The wedding's at, I think, at 4, 4.30. Oh, God, that's the so. worst one. <laughs> so you can't I mean, even make early, it. You could hope for a late game. If it was late, you could hope for a noon, you know. I mean, but, gosh, 4.30, that's right dab in the middle, man. Well, if it was – I mean, if the game was at noon, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I may have made it try to make a chance just to be there for a first quarter and leave. But, you know, it's it's okay, man. I mean – we're gonna have we're gonna have so many good memories coming up. Like, 
you know, my best friend only is getting married once. So, Chris, um, this is your fault. <laughs> well, uh, so okay. listen, I was I, just not to divert, but talking about weddings and stuff, I had to go to a wedding in New York this past weekend. And, you know, we went up early to experience the city a little bit. So Friday night, we go to a, a bar for the game. But my wife, you have to make reservations in advance. And she makes reservations to this restaurant called Nubu, which is like Michelin chef, you know, freaking spend way too much money there. No TV, but, right? There are no TVs there. Got it. <laughs> no TV. So I'm sitting there in this nice restaurant because we, we left the bar about halftime with my phone on the side looking every so often at it. And I the, the poor waitress probably thought I was the biggest redneck. Hey, here's the plot well twist, though, that you listeners don't know. Patrick's wife is a UK fan. So this was all part of the plan. Oh, I'm sure it was part of the plan. But she didn't get mad. I was watching the she did not get mad. I had the phone on at the at the uh at the dinner. Now, so now I, if you had the I'll phone, give her credit. I guarantee she'd be pissed off. Um yeah. okay, so guys, I did want to talk about we got Murray Stay. I wanted to get your all's predictions on what you think is going to happen in a final score. We'll start up with you, Connor. The final score. Well, give your predictions as far as how the game's gonna go and a final score. How I want it to go or how will it go? How I want it to go is how will it go, Connor? How do you think it's gonna go? I'm hoping, I'm hoping we drop 60. Um, at least Michael Gonzalez told me this summer we were dropping 70, so we'll see. Um, I think, I think it might end up being 56 to 7 because we end up taking out Jack, we take out you know, whoever the backup is, We'll, we'll figure that out tomorrow. Um, we'll take out our, you know, guys that we can't get hurt before Indiana. Um, I would say third quarter, mid third quarter. So I say 56, seven, maybe 56, 14. We cover the spread of 41. Yeah. And keeping injuries. That's a key thing, man. Keeping your guys healthy in a week like this. What about you, Patrick? All right. First, I'm going to say that watching the game last week and with my prediction, I thought I was going to be on target at the beginning of the game because I predicted a turnover on our first defensive uh, possession, and then it all went downhill. But I still had a chance once, you know, they they, they were stuck at 28. I thought maybe, maybe we can roll out that 48, but we couldn't. But this game, listen, this Murray State's not even a very good FBS or CS team. The Callaway yeah. County Cavalry, baby. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I want to rival what Will Stein did at Oregon. 80, 81? A, he dropped a Kobe. Yeah, that's what I want to rival. So I, want, I, want, I want it at least in the 70s. And, I <laughs> listen, our, our backups should be able to throttle this team. We should get some good experience for some guys that are going to redshirt. That's what I want to see. But I, I'm going to go final score – 70 to seven. 70 to seven. Okay. That man, he, he kind of stole my thunder. Uh, that's, that's kind of where I was going. Um, I I'm thinking we're going to have 42 to 49 at halftime. 
I think we are going to have a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown um, in that first half. Um, I think we'll see mostly, you know, uh, you know, backups on the depth chart uh, most of the second half. Um, then you're looking just for execution there. Um, I, I would still expect to see it. You know, guys like guys like Ash and Gelati, like there's not a dude or two dudes on this Murray team that are going to be able to stop him. You know what I mean? So it's like from that standpoint, you're not really going to get a whole lot uh, of benefit from him. Like if he's not going to get a lot of benefit from this game other than game reps. You know what I mean? Just to yeah. just to keep the, everything fresh. So. I, I would expect guys like him. You, we're probably not going to see very long. We, you know, you, you can't you can't afford a player like like that to get hurt in a game like this. So um, I, I would be surprised if he even made it to halftime. Just to be completely honest, but um, I was kind of there with Patrick. I, I think that we're going to be in the 40s by halftime. Uh, come second half, mostly mostly backups playing. Um, I'm excited to see a lot of rookies or rookies like underclassmen like Adonijah Green. Um, I'm going to stay on that. I think the dude's a stud um, off the edge. I think he'll get a lot of valuable reps this game. Um, so I, I was going to go like 70 to 10. I was actually going to go 70 to 7. So I'll, I'll go 70 to 10. Um, I think that's the final score. I will say this, if somehow Murray State pulled off the upset of a lifetime, this pod is going to be like screen screen recorded like hell. <laughs> We're going to be famous for all the wrong reasons. Not that I see that happening, because let me get the attention to the room. Let's talk about it. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to break it down. It's going to be like the Red Wedding, Game of Thrones style, tomorrow night. We'll start with the offense. Jack Plummer is going to make their secondary look dumber and dumber. And then in the third quarter, it's going to be Brock o'clock. That's a bad time for Murray State. In the fourth quarter, Pierce is going to be fierce. That's right. Pierce Clarkson gets his first action, throws a touchdown, the first of many touchdowns in his young and illustrious career. But it doesn't stop there on the offense. we got a three-headed monster running back. Jawar Jordan's going to be racing up and down that field like he's Jeff Gordon. We've got <laughs> Isaac Rendo going to play these boys like Nintendo. Oh, Maurice Turner is going to turn on the afterburners, blow right past these dudes. But then you got the receiving core, Jamari Thrash. Oh, you guys are going to get gashed. Jamari Thrash is a bad dude. He's so bad that when he crosses a bridge, Riverlink pays him $5 every single time. So then you got Amari Huggins Bruce, and he's got the juice, and he's going to get loose. But we may even see Jamari Johnson play with that big old caboose. <laughs> oh, hey, that's not it. Murray State's offense, they're going to get tired. They're going to sit down. They're going to wipe their brow, put the towel away. Their coach is going to say, hey, you got to get back out there. You got to cover Callaway. Yeah. So then they're going to go to the defense. Desmond Tell is going to raise some hell. Ashton Gelati is going to slam some bodies. <sighs> then you've got – who we got at linebacker right now? Um we got TJ Quinn is going to hit him again and again and again. And if I'm a receiver on Murray State and I'm looking across from me and I see Riley, I know he's going to get a pick six and blow right by me. And Storm <laughs> Duck, yeah. you know he's not going to give a, a buck. What you think no. I was going to say? You thought I was going to say another word, didn't you? See, that's the <laughs> trickery that Jeff Brom's going to pull on you tomorrow night too. Some misdirection. 
because he's going to reestablish that Vigor and Louisville connection. And he's going to get all of the fans to sell out and show him some much-deserved affection. Louisville 62, Murray State 3. That's what it's going to be. Hell yeah. Well, how much well, of that was already our walkout out. song there? There's the walkout <laughs> song. Yeah. Just yeah, – when you, when you and I was like – Jamari Thrash, he's so bad. He's so bad. I, I I felt like you were channeling Ali there for a second. Like uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I didn't really ahead. try to channel anybody, but it's probably oh, subconscious. So, Ooh, I'm so, so bad. So how much of that was already previously written out before this started? Uh, not written out, but thought of in my head, and I just kept replaying it in my mind, like at various points. <laughs> but uh, some of it, like I had to catch my breath a couple of times because it's a lot of talking. <laughs> like the linebacker part, I was like, I, I didn't I have the stamina. <laughs> I liked it, man. So how, I was here. I'm uh, here for it. How many? Got to make Murray you, State entertaining. So, how many yards does Jawan Northington have tomorrow? Mm, I don't <laughs> 33, know. Thirty-three yards on twelve is there, carries. Is there any? Uh, is there any Kentucky lawyers that could give their? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no all right we're gonna just say i'm gonna go 33 yards on 12 i wonder who he's i wonder who he's rooting for tomorrow oh no yeah that's kind of an inside joke we're not gonna go there we're just gonna keep going uh no need i don't know a whole lot do you guys i mean i'm gonna be honest i don't know a whole lot about murray state they played no. presbyterian last week who's non-scholarship and won by 41 yeah usually i like restart like georgia tech i, I knew all about them and I felt like when we played them, that's kind of why I had the I, like the thought of, hey, it's going to be a grinded out game, and we're going to win by about seven points. We won by what five five, four, five points. Um, that that kind of uh, Murray State, I just I just haven't looked into. No disrespect, Murray, but I mean, we just should not be we shouldn't be struggling in this game. I mean, didn't they win two games last year? Yeah, they were awful last year. Yeah, like, we I I'm going to say we dropped fifty six on them last year. Like, I like how I bust that out, and then Marco's like, this is the type of game we need to focus on using perfect technique and footwork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't take an actual football educated opinion here. <laughs> I mean, he's – listen, I, I know I – You're right, though, Marco. Here. You're right. I mean, you're not wrong, but bigger than we that. We shouldn't have to. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, you, what you're looking at tomorrow is you're you're looking to improve – the execution of your schemes on whatever side of the ball that's you're looking to improve upon that execute better. Uh, if that involves, you know, technique and all of that, then of course. Yeah. I mean, but you're just looking to execute the way that you want to execute. You're using this as a building block, real game reps, you know? Yeah. I think one thing we, we, we haven't, mentioned yet that i do want to see tomorrow too is let's get our tight ends involved i know we yeah. tried to last game we missed one for an open touchdown missed some other ones but i don't think we had a tight end with a catch last game and i, I know that's not the strength of our team but we're going to need some you know experience at tight end and and we're going to need some big plays out of tight ends in future games so let's let's get them going too I yeah. don't know, but we're pretty big at tight end. He just didn't play last week. Oh, I did forget the uh, Chris is going to ring their bell. I meant to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. There's always one. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll, it'll be nice. I mean, I think Jamari's going to get his chances uh, plenty in the second half. Be curious to see how much Gatewood plays. Um, but I think, you know, Wilson, I don't think he got a rep. I don't think he got a snap, but that I, ne- I don't remember seeing him. But I think uh, Lifson and uh, Kariski are going to get, you know, most of the work because they're they're right there, um, you know, at the top of your death chart. Uh, for, as far as we know, especially Lifson. I mean, he, he appears to be the starter. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of the, the valuable work with the ones. Um, but I, I wouldn't I be surprised if you see. Yeah, I, I do too, man. I want to get, I want to see him out there. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, a few of Brahms uh, screens come out uh, tomorrow. Screens. Yeah, like tight end screen. Um, you know, couple 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 creative screens that he's he's known for using. So. Get Jawar the ball in open space and see what happens. I mean, that's that's the key to this team this year, really. I mean, that's we've kind of known that. I mean. And that was the key to winning against Georgia Tech. I mean, we basically – I give Brom a lot of credit. At, uh, you know, just going back to the Georgia Tech game, after the game he said, you know, that they really got after the – what did he say? I didn't lift a lot of spirits at halftime. I want to know what he said at halftime. I, 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 just... I mean, we can all use our imaginations. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that they responded. That's what's most yeah. important. They did actually respond to it, so they were able to get their point across, and then they were able to use it and and go. But, um, you know, I, I think that um, I give Brom a lot of credit because he said that some of that was on on the coaching staff, and I, I felt like he was pointing some fingers at him and maybe Brian uh, with the way that they were calling the game in the first half. In the second half, they kind of just – stopped trying to do as much and they just took what the defense gave them which was a lot of underneath stuff I mean it was very obvious Georgia Tech was trying to keep everything in front of them and in that that worked to our benefit we got the ball in a play play hander, play maker's hands and they made plays you know and those were the those were the easy plays for Plummer to make in that game you know and, and he, like, he capitalized right. And it seemed like we didn't run the ball very much in the first half. And then when we did, we ran it with Plummer, which made no sense. Yeah. yeah and I, I, I alluded to that at the beginning. Like, we need to run the ball just a little bit more, focus on that bit, uh, get some get some carries for guys. Now, obviously, you do need to watch in, injuries, but running's a part of the game. So, hopefully, we can share it well. But I'd like to see a bit more carries than we had in that first game. I also think Jawar Jordan – he didn't get the ball enough, in my opinion. Now, I don't. I do agree. I, I know somebody alluded to it. I think it was in the Discord about how Jawar Jordan's never going to be a running back that you, you get like 20, 25 carries from. That's fine, and I agree. He's more of a a big boomer bust type of guy who can who can just like he did the other night bust a big play open for you. But I do think he can get over over ten carries a game. Easily. Yeah, he I should be in the teens for sure. I think he should get about fifteen a game if I'm being honest. And then, uh, you know, Garendo, he's a bulldozer. He'll run people over. And and uh, I think, you know, and Maurice Turner is a really good running back. He's a really good second or third string guy to have. And I think you have to take advantage of that. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't need to rely so much on the pass. You can actually open up the pass with your running game. And so I'd like to see a little bit more of that. 
I, well, Garendo is a good pass catcher too, so you can use Absolutely. him in the pass. Yeah, game. he was the hey, one that caught good, the screen, wasn't he? Yep. He's a good. I don't know if he. He's a good pass blocker too. Yeah. He's a big. He's a big back. Like you know, he, he can provide something in the passing game as far as protection that maybe the couple of the other guys can't do. Just because yeah. he's a lot bigger, he's got a much bigger frame. He's much stronger. Um, I I just I think. I would be, I, I would not like myself if I didn't give Garendo his flowers um, mm. at, for for the game that he played Friday night. Like he helped establish a tone coming out in that second half that was crucial. Um, you know, he was he like Coach Brom rung his bell, said you're up, go in there, handle business, and he did. Like he toted the rock, like a powerful running back, like a very capable running back. And I think the the tone that he set in that third quarter really uh, helped change the dynamic of that game in the second half. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm with you. So hopefully we do see a bit more running. Um, that being said, I, you know, like it should be a, a game where we can work on some things that need improvement. And then build into the IU game, a game that uh, – are you guys all going to the IU game? No. I don't know. Football game. None of you guys? Uh, okay. it's, my, it's my wedding anniversary, so it's not looking oh. cool. So oh, you sir, have sir, a wedding anniversary you and you have a wedding. Oh, man. Your whole football season is going to be uh, – you're watching people get the knot tied or celebrating your own anniversary. This, so, is, yeah. this, is, every, this is every year. But this is a good bridge. Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know it. Uh it's a good bridge game to get to IU. Obviously, I mean, I don't think IU is going to be one of the tougher opponents on our schedule either, but they will be much better than Murray State, and it is a chance for us to work on some things. They did play Ohio State decently well. That's what I was going to say. Like, for being only, Indiana, you know, their defense did at least. Their offense didn't do anything, which could have a lot to do with Ohio State's defense. But nonetheless, it's a good game to get prepared for, for that game, so it's a good middle game. It's Brahms' first home game. I hope we show up, we show out, we give him the uh, standing ovation and, and sold-out crowd or close to it that he deserves, and I hope to see you guys there. Did anybody else have any final thoughts? Wear your black. If you're watching this pod and you have not seen, wear your black. It's a blackout. It's a blackout. Wear black. Don't be the, don't be the person that's wearing red or white. Don't do that. Wear your black, even if it's a black, plain black T-shirt. Black. Ross has been so excited. He's been wearing that black shirt all week in anticipation for this game, and he doesn't plan on taking his shirt off tonight either. Mine just got out of the washer. It's drying right now. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, hopefully I'll run into a few of you all tomorrow out and about. And uh, if there's nothing else, thank you guys for watching. Feel free to like, subscribe. If you like what you heard, give us some feedback. Uh, I appreciate everybody being on here, and hopefully tomorrow I see we see a win. Go Cards! Let's go. go cards. Go. Two cards, and zero, baby. Two and zero. Oh.